From the campus of Gardner-Webb University in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, this is Bulldog Dialogue. Hello everybody, I'm Gardner-Webb University President William Downs. And today on episode 19 of our show, we welcome Dr. Josh Parrott, Vice President for Christian Life and Service and University Chaplain here at GWU. Josh joined us in this important role back in February, but his story as a member of the Running Bulldog family dates back much further than that. We're happy to have him back with us at the web. We're glad to have his leadership. Excited to share his story with you. We'll ask Josh about faith on today's college campus. Get his thoughts about the spiritual challenges facing students and young people, not just here, but across the country. We'll also get him to talk a bit about how our university can connect with the broader community through outreach and service. There's all that and probably a little more coming up on Bulldog Dialogue, so stick around. We'll be right back after this quick message. Did you know that Gardner-Webb University now offers a Master of Public Administration degree that you can earn in as little as 10 months? That's right. The 10-month MPA is created specifically to meet the needs of active professionals. Offered in a fully online format and competitively priced, this program will prepare students for upper management positions in a variety of public and private sector fields. The purpose of the Gardner-Webb University Master of Public Administration program is to prepare students for a successful leadership role in local, state, federal, and nonprofit agencies. Gardner-Webb also offers a first responders grant to those who qualify. If you're currently working in a public or nonprofit service sector, you may want to check with your organization for possible financial support or grant options. The MPA 10 is a 36-semester-hour master's degree program, and courses are delivered in eight-week terms. This is becoming a very high-demand program, and class sizes are limited. So if you'd like to apply or get more information, just visit gardner-web.edu. Welcome back to Bulldog Dialogue. This is your host, William Downs. Dr. Josh Parrott was named University Chaplain and Vice President for Christian Life and Service about four months ago. That's an essential role for a place like Gardner-Webb University, which has its roots dating back to 1905 and owes its origins to two local Baptist associations that came together to found what was then called Boiling Springs High School. Today, 118 years later, GWU is home to more than 3,000 students coming to us from across the state of North Carolina, from more than 40 U.S. states, and from more than 40 foreign countries. Now, while much has changed since 1905, the one constant has been Gardner-Webb's core identity as an institution of Christian higher education. Today, the university chaplain helps guide and support a diverse community of students, faculty, and staff. It's a big job, it's an important job, and it's a job for someone who cares deeply about people. Spend five minutes with Josh Parrott and you'll know he's someone who cares deeply for people. He's a Gardner-Webb alumnus with more than 20 years of experience working at the intersection of Christian faith and higher education. And we're thrilled to have him with us today to share his story, his journey, and his hopes for the Christian life of our university. Josh, welcome. How are you feeling today? Feel good. 
All right. Glad to have you here in the podcast studio. Let's start with an easy, easy one. You've been in the chaplain's chair for four months now. Tell our listeners, what does a university chaplain do? What's a day in the life look like? A day in the life is different day to day. <laughs> Every day is, has been different. Uh, there's some consistency, whether it's meeting with uh, faculty or uh, different groups on campus, but there's also some uh, different aspects. Sometimes you're putting out the little fires. Sometimes you're uh, making rounds on campus, and, uh, but every day is a little bit different, and I love that. It's, it's not uh, consistently the same thing over and over and over again, something new every day, some, some new opportunity to care for the souls of our students, faculty, or staff. So you lead the Office of Christian Life and Service located in the Tucker Student Center. It's a small but very dedicated group of people charged with supporting the university's mission. What does that office see as its big, broad mission? Our big, broad mission is to build caring relationships. And so that's, I think, everybody from uh, our office is made up of Teresa Davis, who's Mm -hmm. been there for 20 years and is the heart of our office, I think. She keeps all of us straight, and uh, we are so appreciative for her. Uh, and then Neil Payne is our minister to the students, and Robbie Gaines is our athletic minister and community engagement director, and uh, Stacy Simmons is the pastoral care minister. And so each of us, we care deeply for the gospel. We care deeply. We know that there is uh, change that is brought about by the greatest news you're going to hear in your life, that a victory has been won, that Christ has risen from the dead, and we, we believe that. We believe that's the greatest news you're going to hear. That drives what we do, uh, and it drives us to build caring relationships with faculty, staff, students. And so I think that's our overarching mission is to fulfill the Great Commission, love our neighbor as ourself, uh, and that's guides what we do. Great team, great mission. They do it well for sure. Think back, Josh, to when you were a student here. Could you have imagined, imagined, did you imagine ever coming back in a capacity like this? Not in this capacity <laughs> as a student. And I think my closest friends uh, would have told you, you know, they, they would have seen uh, maybe work in higher education or work at the pastoral level. But they, um, I think, have affirmed that, hey, this is the right fit for you. As I've talked to them over the last few months, that this is a this is a good move for you. But in, in 20 years ago, I had no idea. Uh, it was not on my radar at all. So the, God has moved and God has worked, and we're thankful uh, that he's let us come home. Why did you come to the determination that this was the right time for you to return to Gardner-Webb? Gardner-Webb, this opportunity gave me an opportunity to combine – what I've done for the last 20 years, which is uh, work in higher education, work as a pastor, and serve as a uh, chaplain in the workplace. And so instead of doing those three tasks in three different places and wearing three different hats in three different places, I could wear, uh, do all of that, one hat, one place, uh, and no better place than than here to do it. All right. So for those who don't know, your time at Gardner-Webb, what were the years? 1999 to 2003. Back in the day. We graduated 20 years ago yesterday. It was our May 10th, 2003. Happy anniversary. Thank you. (laughs) Was there, staying staying with the focus on on that period in your life, was there a class, was there a professor, was there a particular experience from your time at Gardner-Webb as a student 
that best prepared you for the work that you do today, even if you didn't anticipate at that time doing this kind of work? The experiences I had with uh, professors like Dr. Qualls and professors like Dr. David Karskadden, um, coming to Gardner-Webb as a, as a freshman, we had been told that faculty care for you, faculty are going to know your name, faculty are going to know where you're from, and that was very true in my experience here. And uh, Dr. David Karskadden, I can remember distinctly my senior year, the fall semester of my senior year, uh, leaving Elliot and Lindsay going back to Royster, where I lived, and Dr. Karskadden stopped me. I had not done well on his first <laughs> exam, and so he stopped me. He knew my name. He said, Josh, what happened on the first exam? He knew my name. He knew my grade, uh, and I, I knew my grade as well, but he cared, and um, that kind of experience, I thought, if I ever become a professor, this is the kind of professor I want to be, so Dr. Qualls greatly influenced the way she handled the classroom, Dr. Karskadden, the way he knew and cared and built relationships with his students. I, that, that's, that was the example for me. And they're still here doing that great work. That's right. So uh, your involvement as a student at Gardner-Webb extended um, well beyond the classroom. Talk to us about some of the, the student ministries that you engaged in and, and maybe how um, those aspects of our Christian community are still relevant today. So when I was a student, uh, I actually met my wife. Uh, we went to a, a campus ministries meeting, and the meeting was for off-campus ministries, so ministry that would visit once a week, visit the nursing home, and then another group would visit the homeless shelter in Shelby. And so uh, I got plugged into that, and, and one of the benefits of that was to meet Brantley. And so we uh, that's where we plugged in and then was able to get plugged in with uh, the homeless shelter ministry, able to get plugged in with uh, the student worship that was still student-led, uh, even at that time on campus. Uh, all sorts of opportunities for developing your faith and developing uh, who we were personally uh, and spiritually on campus. So Brantley is also a 2003... 2003 Gardner Cum Laude graduate. Oh, nice oh, shout-out. Yes. Way to go. Brilliant, beautiful... Best thing that's ever happened. So it is a a, a full Gardner Webb family, and there's a third member. There's a third. Uh, yeah, tell us about the third Luke, member. Luke is 12, and uh, he's already walking the halls. He's uh, been in the gym. He's <laughs> getting in getting in his time at Starbucks and Chick Fil A on he campus. Is very <laughs> much a prospective freshman. That's exactly uh, right. And we'll be sending recruitment materials very soon. Class of 2029. All right, so. Um, yeah, from, from the vantage point of being a university administrator, uh, those are fighting words to some people, um, but being part of a, the president's leadership cabinet, as you, as you look from that vantage point, um, what, has Christian life changed, evolved? Is it any different? Is it exactly the same as what you saw as a student some 20 years ago at Gardner-Webb? The heart of the Office of Christian Life and Service remains the same. Uh, the need for building caring relationships with students and faculty and staff on my end, uh, that's exactly the same. Um, I think the circumstances may be different now than they were 20 years ago. The generation is different mm. now than it was 20 years ago. Society has changed. Society has changed, but the need to be heard and be seen and be valued 
and be shown respect, that's not changed. And I think our office, 20 years ago, that was my experience. We were seen, we were heard, we were, we were valued. Um, and that has not changed in 20 years. Our, our souls were cared for. We came from, the students that I knew here came from various faith traditions, various um, places across the country and the, and the world. Uh, and every student here, we were valued, we were respected, we were uh, heard, we, we felt seen, and that's not changed. So Gardner-Webb is today as it was 20 years ago, a member of a group of Christian colleges and universities. Um, and in, in a very changing, dynamic society in America and across the globe, what, what are the misconceptions, misperceptions, either positive or negative that you've come across when you talk to people about the Christian college, the Christian university experience? Because people tend to have strong opinions both ways. Uh, one of the things that Gardner-Webb taught me was that science helps us answer the how question and religion helps us answer, faith helps us answer the why question. And if there's a misconception that faith and science don't go together, I think we, we do a good job of uh, here at the university of showing they do go, they can go hand in hand, uh, that critical thinking is a part of what we do. This is where I learned to love scripture, and this is where I learned to critically study scripture uh, with an eye that asks questions of who wrote this and when and why and why does it say this this way. Uh, the professors I had here helped me navigate through the critical study of the Bible and helped me navigate through critical questions of faith and religion and uh, science. Uh, but that's part of what we do here. Now, don't, I, so, so the, yeah, I mean, so the, the peaceful coexistence, actually the complementarity of conviction and critical thinking is something that we can do well at a place Absolutely. like Gardner-Webb. And we do yeah. well. Yeah. Let me go from that to another big question. I mean, you, you know, faith helps us identify big questions and, and why questions, but what's your assessment of the relevance of faith in American society today? I mean, we all, we all look at some of the numbers out of the Pew Research Center and, and things like that. What, we're, what's, what's the world in which we live? The world in which we live, the statistics are showing that uh, students who have a spiritual, healthy, a healthy spiritual life, um, they, are, they have higher levels of happiness, higher levels of forgiveness of others. They have uh, lower levels of of depression, lower levels of um, suicidal ideation. All that goes down when you have a strong faith and have a strong faith community. The research shows that um, there are positive impacts all across the country and all across our small communities, even on our small college campuses. And and students struggle these days with mental health. and So spiritual health helps... Um, helps assuage some of those concerns that students and young people struggle with today. Faith and spirituality contribute positively to overall health and well-being. But but we are in an increasingly secular society, correct? I mean, factually, um, what, what burden does that place on the Christian college or university? We live in what one scholar has called a hyper uber mega individualistic society. Mm. 
And so an existential angst. I remember the 80s. <laughs> we are having an existential angst, or at least our students, this generation is, of asking questions, an emptiness of and asking questions of, does anybody care? Does hmm. anybody see me? And so part of what our office is tasked with, I think, is to let students know you are loved by God. You are valued. You are the creator of the universe is not far away out there. He's right here with you, and he values you. He loves you. He wants a relationship with you through his son, Jesus. So as you share that message, you know, we're still a small university, but we're in an increasingly diverse mosaic of, of students, faculty, and staff. Um, I mentioned earlier, you know, students from across the state, students from across the country, students from across the world, um, coming from different denominations, coming from different faith backgrounds, and in some cases, we see students with no faith background. How do we make those various backgrounds and experiences feel welcome here at a place called Gardner-Webb? I can speak to just my own personal experience as a student. I remember the same 20 years ago, 24 mm -hmm. years ago. We had students from multiple faith backgrounds, faith traditions. Uh, and one of the things that I thought campus ministries did a, a unique job of 20 years ago was bringing us all together one night a week for student-led worship. And students in that room were from Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterians, all of us, uh, even other religions that would come together. But the, the campus ministries gave us a place where we can worship God together uh, and express our faith together. Um, and I think no matter the faith tradition, I think one of the things that I want to do is make sure I see each student and value each student as an image bearer. Um, they have a soul that I care for. They have a soul that our office cares for. They have a soul that God cares for. And so our task, building care and relationships with them from all their various faith traditions, because we want to care for their soul. We want to shepherd their soul while they're here. I love the, the vision or the notion of the university campus as a meeting space for different ideas, backgrounds, beliefs, hopes, and dreams. Um, and, and then you know, after four years at Gardner-Webb, one of the places that I see as a microcosm of that meeting space occurs at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night mm -hmm. in our Tucker Student Center, the gathering. What, what's, uh, what's your... How do you describe the gathering, and, and what's your take on its value to our student body? The gathering, I, I was able to go to a couple of those meetings this semester uh, in my time here, and that is, a, that is an authentic, vibrant, thriving Christian community of students from all kinds of traditions and backgrounds that come together, and they sing their hearts out. Mm -hmm. and you, it, it's a, I think it's a little glimpse of heaven when you've got a room full of people who are from all sorts of places— all across the country, all across the world. We don't all look alike. We don't all talk alike. But in that room, we are all praising God at the same time. We're all lifting up and magnifying the name of Jesus. And that is a 8 o'clock on Tuesday nights. Uh, that's the place to be at Gardner-Webb uh, with, with an authentic community of Christians, um, student-led. And so it's— They run the show, and it's, and it's packed it's every packed. time they do it. And it's, it's, it, was, it was great 20 years ago when I was a student, mm -hmm. but it's, I think it's even better now. That's awesome. Um, 
talk to us a little bit about the array of services or programs that the Office of Christian Life and Service provides to the university community. Are, are there thing, benefits or programs that your office provides that may be underutilized and the people listening uh, might need to hear about them? One of, the, one of the things that comes to my mind first and right off the bat is grief share. Mm. Uh, Stacy Simmons is an, is an awesome minister for pastoral care. Um, she's great at what she does. She's on, mission, she's on a mission trip right now to Kenya. And so they've landed and they're safe. And uh, we're thankful for her and the team that's there, of mm-hmm. students. And, uh, but Stacy handles pastoral care, pastoral ministry, grief share, grief counseling. And so to know that st- so many students, and that's for faculty, staff, and students. That's not just for... Uh, the students, that's for any of us on campus, that you need somebody to talk to. You're going through a traumatic experience. We're either going into a crisis, you're in the middle of a crisis, or you're coming out of a crisis. And so to have somebody or a group of individuals you can talk to, uh, Stacy, th- that grief share is an amazing mm-hmm. part of what we do. Um, our athletic ministries, led by Robbie Gaines, uh, that's another place where we're seeing gospel fruit and another place where we're seeing God at work. Uh, and God is at work on this campus. I, in, in my three months, what, however long it's been since February, I've seen God at work with faculty, staff, and students. We're seeing students reach students with the gospel. We're seeing students profess faith in Christ. Uh, we're seeing God answer prayers of faculty and staff. We send out a maybe once a week or every other week prayer requests to the community, and we're seeing folks who are seeing God work and heal and uh, move in their families with prayer requests that they've sent out. And so we can see um, God moving on this campus. You mentioned the grief share. Uh, I've always thought that one of the things that, that Christians do especially well is display compassion. Um, and to be there and to care at difficult moments of life. But there is happiness in the world and happiness and joy um, permeate the Bible. And one of the things that has impressed me about you and your style, and I've I've mentioned this to you, is that whenever you stand up in front of a group, you exude positivity and happiness and joy, and it's contagious. Can was there somebody in your life that <laughs> that crafted that characteristic in your work? From from whence does that derive? That, that is not uh, my nature. Uh, my nature was changed by Christ, and so mm. I think that's the joy of the Lord. And praise God for that. That uh, that you can see evidence of that in in a public place. And so <laughs> I'm thankful that uh, Christ has has done a work that is that is visible. Uh, but uh, I'm happy. Anytime I can stand up in front of a group, whether that's at church, whether that's here, the student body or our faculty and staff, whoever it's in front of, if I can have a moment to open Scripture, I, I, you've heard me say it's the best word you're going to mm-hmm. read all day. It's the best word you're going to hear all day. It's the best word you're going to read all day. Uh, anytime I can do that, that makes me happy. Anytime you can stand up to talk about uh, the good news of Jesus Christ and, and the good word, it's that's a good time. Yeah, in these challenging times, anytime anybody can get up and get us to focus on hope and positivity, um, that's a good, good thing. So we appreciate that element of your style. Uh, help us maybe um, envision the future a little bit. What new things can we expect from your leadership in, in this role, new directions, new programs? Um Maybe you want to talk about dimensions a little bit here. Um, anyway, what's what, what, are, what are you thinking about? So our office is uh, aggressively uh, 
focusing on it on dimensions. And so we would we're working pause, pause and explain to our listeners what's dimensions. Dimensions is the largest consistent gathering of the student body. Uh, usually freshmen and sophomores are transfer students uh, outside of an athletic event or outside of a commencement. And this is once a week on Tuesdays at 930. This was a, when we were students, we went to Dimensions in the LYCC. And so now Dimensions is uh, once a week, Tuesday, 930 to about 10. Uh, it's an AM. AM, AM. And it's an opportunity for us to come together uh, to, the goal is to nurture persons spiritually, intellectually, and culturally in the context of the Christian faith and to promote a sense of community. And so we are navigating through what dimensions in the future looks like because, as we've said, generations have changed, circumstances have changed, and there may be a way, there may be new ways for us to engage our student body with the gospel uh, outside of having 900 people in a mm-hmm. room in Tucker, which can be uh, stressful. <laughs> so we we want to make sure it is an um, engaging um, and active learning experience that our students enjoy, and they can't wait to get in that room on Tuesday at 9:30. Uh, and so we're we're looking through how can we adjust dimensions, maybe some new options that would be more effective and more impactful for our student bodies. So that they can, the goal is to love God and love humanity, and and how can we do that? So we're looking at that. We're thinking through some uh, athletic ministries, team chaplains. Uh, Robbie's helping us with that. Uh, Dr. Goodrich is uh, helping us with that as well. Some team chaplains. Uh, we even thought about maybe at some point residential chaplains, hmm. folks who live in the dorms. That's been successful at other universities, and um, you know, down the road maybe. Uh, Adding some additional staff to the Office of Christian Life and Service. Wow, he snuck a resource <laughs> request into a podcast. That's well, right. well done. <laughs> you have come to the dark side. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think that's exciting to to, to reimagine um, dimensions um, and to rejuvenate mm-hmm. what has been an important part of the Christian community here and and instruction for our students for many many years. All right, lightning round, uh, Josh Parrott. First question, lightning round. Person, scholar, author, somebody who's made the most profound theological influence on you and your thinking. Recently, be Martin Lloyd-Jones. Uh, it's a book that I gave you. It's a book that I've given a couple of our students. It's a book that I've read, short book, The Plight of Man and the Power of God. Uh, he's speaking in 1941. We're entering into World War II, uh, and he's it's, it's really good. Um, that is a good and manageable read. That Thank is you for sharing e- that yes, with me. Yes, easy, manageable read, but but thoughtful. And you see how generations have changed, circumstances mm-hmm. have changed, but mm-hmm. humanity has not. And we our, our sin problem is still a problem. All right. Next question, the lightning round. Your go-to passage from the Bible when you need a boost. First Peter 5, 7, and I'll read it to you because I brought my Bible. Oh, man, he's, he's <laughs> already got it marked and read. Got it marked. Um Best words you're going to hear all day, best words you're going to read all day. It's the Word of God. This is 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. Those last four words, they're small, but they're powerful. He cares for you. And that's what we want our students, faculty, and staff to know. He cares for you. God cares for you. So one thing I've learned about you, you love basketball. You and your son love basketball. Favorite Gardner-Webb player, game, or moment, either while you were a student or since? 
So one of my favorite players, this might not be a well-known player, but Anton Silver was my student at Lewisburg College in 2007 and 8. Uh, took New Testament with me at Lewisburg College. Uh, I think I recruited him to Gardner-Webb. I like to think I recruited him to Gardner-Webb. And so uh, he came, and he was successful, and I remember going to watch him play in Cameron when we played Duke. This would have been 2008 or nine, maybe. Uh, and then just seeing him be successful at Lewisburg and then seeing him be successful here. I'm proud of Anton. Awesome. Yeah. Great story. All right, exit question. If anybody wants to know, wants some more information about getting involved with Christian life and service at Gardner-Webb, how do they do that? Is there a phone number, website, email, office? What, what, what do you advise people? We are in the Tucker Student Center. Come on by. Uh, we've got, even in the summer, Neil, Robbie, Teresa, Stacy, we're all around. Um, come by and see us. We're in Tucker. As soon as you come in, Tucker, come to the right, right next to the chapel. You can come by. You can find us on the university's website, Office of Christian Life and Service, if we can serve you in any way or if you want to find ways you can be plugged in. Um, you can find us there. All right, Dr. Josh Parrott, thank you for being our guest today. We are grateful to have you here at Gardner-Webb and, and look forward to your leadership and all the great things ahead. After this quick break, we'll be back to take a look at GWU in the headlines and on social media. Don't go anywhere. How do you support Gardner-Webb Athletics? Join the Bulldog Club. What's in it for you? Access. Special deals on tickets, regular communications with the latest schedules, early access to tickets, special Bulldog Club gear, and most importantly, you get to support our student-athletes. Go to GardnerWeb.edu and search for Bulldog Club and join today. Welcome back to Bulldog Dialogue. It's time to explore happenings at Gardner-Webb in the news and on social media. And we are going to start with at Gardner-Webb alum, which shows up on both Twitter and Instagram. We've got a spotlight on some brand new alumni. We want to congratulate our 529 spring graduates graduated on May the 4th. So Star Wars graduation right here at Gardner-Webb. That group of 529 graduates came to us from 30 states and eight foreign countries. What an incredible group of young people. These are all 529 individual success stories represented in Spangler Stadium under a beautiful Bowling Springs sky. Uh, what, a, what an honor to celebrate with them. And we welcome those 529 into our community of alumni, which has got to be pushing 38,000 right now. So check out Twitter and Instagram at Gardner Webb alum. From Twitter and Instagram over to Facebook, Gardner Webb's Department of Religious Studies and Philosophy celebrates 2014 alumna Molly Law. Molly's been named editor for Christianity.com, and she credits her professors at GW for inspiring her to take her love for writing and biblical research studies and make it a career. Christianity.com averages 5 million visits monthly. It's ranked as the 24th website in the U.S. for Christian news, commentary, and resources. Find the full story at gardner-web.edu forward slash news. Congratulations and best wishes to Molly Law. 
And here's a community welcome from Gardner Webb Music on Instagram. We look forward to hearing the sounds of drums, percussion, horns, and marching feet as the Carolina Crown Drum and Bugle Corps make their way back to the Springs this summer. Carolina Crown will be here May 18th through June 18th, and it's an incredible joy each and every summer to host these talented musicians. So come on out and follow Gardner Web Music on Instagram. Finally, we have an athletic spotlight from Twitter. You can find it at GWU Sports. This summer, team and individual camps will be taking place all across our beautiful campus, from football to men's and women's basketball, baseball, and even wrestling. We welcome all to the running Bulldog Nation. Check out GWSports.com for a listing of all GWU-hosted camps, events, activities, season schedules, and tickets right there, gwsports.com. All right, folks, that's a quick tour of GWU in social media. We're going to take one final break, come back, and wrap up Episode 19. Cybersecurity is one of the most important and in-demand skill sets in today's world, and a degree in cybersecurity can provide you the foundations to identify and protect against security threats, outsmart criminals, and support governments and top organizations in their efforts to keep data safe. Cybersecurity is a rapidly growing field, and a degree from Gardner-Webb University can give you the edge you need to begin a successful career in this essential industry. The cybersecurity program is offered in person for traditional undergraduate students, as well as fully online in the Degree Completion DCP program. Gardner-Webb University's cybersecurity degree is based on guidelines supported by the National Security Agency, the FBI, and other high-profile organizations. For more information, visit gardner-webb.edu or call 704-406-4489. All right, folks, thanks again to our guest, Dr. Josh Parrott, for joining us on Bulldog Dialogue. Enjoyed our conversation with him and looking forward to wonderful things from him and the Office of Christian Life and Service. Folks, remember wherever you are, at home, on the road, in the office, or the gym, but perhaps not while you're in church, you can find and subscribe to all official Gardner Web podcasts on any of your favorite platforms. You can also check out gardner-web.edu forward slash podcast for a complete listing of podcast archives. Until next time for Bulldog Dialogue, I'm Gardner Web President William Downs. Let's go dog.